are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Try.chaseforme.com helps you send out to-dos on Slack. Uh, they've got 100 companies signed up so far, sending to-do lists again out to their audience. He's measuring retention over the past 16 weeks, coming in at 43%, using some of his favorite tools like Segment and Mixpanel. The question is now, can they grow that user base from 100 to 1,000 to 10,000 to more? Funding the company with a $100,000 pre-seed round at a $7 million cap last year, then did a $20,000 round this year at a slightly higher cap to buy some extra runway for full-time today. Two co-founders. We'll see what they do next. Hey, folks. My guest today is Josh Martel. Before founding Chaser, he got an MBA from Berkeley and was employee number one at Thriver Technologies, which did a Series B, 165 employees, and broke $60 million in revenue. He built the and led the sales, product engineering, growth, and digital marketing uh, and business intelligence practices at the organization, holding three different director roles throughout his tenure. That led him to identify the need for a tool like Chaser at try.chaseforme.com forward slash Slack. Josh, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. Well, I guess first thing, it sounds like you're on a rocket ship at Thriver. Uh, how many years were you there? Uh, five years. Okay. So your one-year cliff, four-year vest was completed, huh? Yeah. And the, uh, the bonus uh, top-up round uh, came a year later. Why? I mean, if, if you were killing it, which it sounds like you were, why didn't they try and keep you with an additional option grant? Um, the issue was that our revenue tanked 97% when COVID hit. We were a catering a corporate catering company kind of like uber eats for getting food oh. to the office and as you can imagine not a lot of people go into the office uh, after covid was hitting certainly not eating all together our slogan was gather around but at that point you might as well change it to stay away that's so funny or or zoom around or something um exactly. okay so so what is chaser maybe tell tell us what you guys do through the eyes of how a customer is using you today totally yeah so Project management software is widely broken right now. And that's because most teams don't care enough to adapt their workflow around it. You know, you don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to go look up what I have on Asana today. And then at night, go and mark everything you did that day. And then the next morning, do it over and over again with whatever project management tool your team's using. And, you know, there's 172 million people working in desk jobs who have to use project management software. A lot of them have to use it. Um, But two or three are not satisfied with their tooling. And so we're trying to solve that problem. Um, Chaser is the only project management software that only one user needs to use. And the way it works is you can delegate tasks to anybody on Chaser, um, even if they're not a user. They don't need to know what Chaser is, uh, frankly. Um, Chaser will send them the task through Slack or email, and they'll be able to see, like, okay, I've been assigned this thing. I can click here to mark it complete. I can click here to push back the deadline. And Chaser will collect progress updates from them, send them reminders until it's complete. And you'll be able to at all times track on your Chaser dashboard where the progress, where the status of this uh, task is. And you can rest easy knowing Chaser is going to follow up with them to make sure that it happens. You don't have to uh, handle that burden anymore. And you never had to onboard them because, again, they don't have to be a Chaser user for this to work with them. And are you still testing the MVP or do you have paying customers already today? We have a working MVP. It's on Slack. Um, that, uh, that link you mentioned before, try.chaseforme.com. 
dot com forward slash slack is where you can get the MVP 100% for free. Um, we are, we're not charging people today, but we have a whole bunch of companies. Uh, we've had a hundred companies uh, start using us. Um, and a ton of them have been using us for many months now and keep coming back. And they're telling us it's uh, changing the way they work. Um, um, beta users can lie to you and tell you anything you want to hear. How do you actually look at the performance metrics, how they're actually using your app, the click flow through your app? What, what is the traction metric you're focused on every day? Yeah, we use Mixpanel to track our customer behavior. Um, love that product. If anybody is looking for a behavior tracking tool. Um, and the main thing we're looking at is retention. I mean, you know, not reinventing the wheel here. Um, and what I can tell you is that after 16 weeks of using our MVP, we still have 43% retention. Um, and again, this is, this is an MVP. Uh, it has been bare bones. We've now actually just yesterday released a major update. Josh, um, how do you define though an active user? Because that's how you get to retention, right? Does that, does retained mean they sent at least one task per day or per week or they just logged in? I mean, what does that actually mean? Sent one task per week. Yeah, no, great question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so over the past of, of 100% of the companies that signed up for the past 16 weeks, last week, 43% of them, so about 43 of them sent at least one new task out. Yes. Yeah. I, well, it, we're only the 43% is of the ones who've been with us for 16 weeks. Not all of the hundred who've oh, used it have been with us for 16 weeks. So there's a little bit of caveating to that, but that's the gist of what I'm saying. How do you know that the, the task being sent out is the dopamine hit that's going to get someone excited to pay for Chaser? In my head, my gut reaction, you know more than me, though, would be the dopamine is actually when the task comes back is completed. It's a really, it's a really good point. Uh, we are starting to implement tracking for making sure the tasks are actually being followed through. But we're taking a bit of a shortcut and we're saying, look, if people are sending tasks and after 16 weeks, they're still sending tasks, they're getting value from it. Mm -hmm. um, it's doing what they needed to do. Um, we're going to dive deeper into that to further make sure where the problems are happening, et cetera, um, because you bring up a good point. But you're not going to keep coming back and keep sending tasks through this if it's not actually helping you at all. Do, do you know how many tasks got sent out over the past 30 days? Um, off the top, this, it's a bit of a vanity metric that we don't track too much. Um, so, But it, it's in the hundreds. Hundreds, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many came back complete? You know, a hundred or fifty or. I, I I'm embarrassed to say that's just not something we have dove into too much. Yeah, we've yeah. been we've been focused on on. The I'm curious. You know, I use HubSpot. I send out tasks all the time to my sales team that I never hear back mm. from. I still keep sending the tasks out though, even though I, what I really want though is for the thing to be done, and that's like the hit. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. No, that's the that's the tricky thing, and you know, HubSpot can help. Um, because you have those uh, salespeople on it and they're all users who actively engage with it. Sounds like they might need to engage more, but I mean, that's a tale as old as time. Salespeople not, uh, you know, using their CRM properly. Yep. Um, but where we come in is when you don't have the salespeople, you don't have your operations people, you don't have your product, your engineers, et cetera, all on the same platform. What Chaser comes in is it can send and delegate tasks to anybody, whether or not they're engaged with any platform. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, just to be clear, you're, you're not in any way affiliated with, with usechaser.com, right? No. Okay. Sure. Different, different, okay. Different company. Yeah. I just, I was curious. Uh, just, I, I want to make sure folk, my audience doesn't get messed up. So if you want to try you, they go to try.chaseforme.com forward slash Slack. Yep. How are you getting customers today? Um, we are getting through two avenues. We're approved on the Slack app directory. So that's actually 
maybe even an easier way to find us is just go on the Slack app directory and search for Chaser um, rather than that kind of mouthful URL that I'm giving you. Um, and the other way is we have been implementing a just digital marketing funnel uh, using meta ads. Um, and we're tinkering with it today. That's where a lot of our users have come from. Um, and we're just figuring out the messaging that connects the best. How much did you spend over the past 30 days on meta ads? Um, about two grand. Okay. Where do you get that money from? You're just testing with your own money or you got an angel or what? So we raised $120,000 so far, um, a okay. hundred from a VC, um, and 20 from a pair of angels. Actually, when was that? This year? Um, the hundred was a year and a half ago and the 20 was the last six, six months ago, maybe. Yeah, okay. And I guess the hundred you raised last year, you know, most folks are selling, you know, 20% in a pre-seed round. Were you sort of in that same range? Um, no, um, we, we did that on a seven mil uh, valuation cap. Ah, okay. Um, so it, of course it's, you know, it's a, it's a safe, so it, the exact equity hasn't been determined yet, but it percent, one, 1.5%. The 50K you got from business school friends this year, did you let them sit on the same terms as the angel that wrote that $100,000 check last year? Um, no, the terms changed a bit because it had been uh, a year and a half at that point. And just to clarify, it was, it was 20K. Um, 20K. So what did you oh, yeah, have the, to the, do the, to... Yeah. You increase the valuation cap a little bit or what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah. Well, that's a good way to do it, all right? If you're going to raise money, make sure you're raising a dollar on a billion dollar cap. That's a good way to mitigate dilution, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Um, okay. So that's, so you're using that money to go to, towards testing. What about a team today? How many folks are full time? Um, four. Okay. It's myself, my co-founder um, who are not paid. Um, we're roughing it out and I just moved to San Francisco. So that is tough uh, to be living here without a salary. Um, and then we have two uh, developers. Um, yeah. Okay. They're, they're on contracts, but they're working full-time hours. Yeah. Yeah. How did you, yeah. it's always a tough conversation with a co-founder, right? The, the big equity conversation, right? So do you guys just say, screw it, we're going 50-50 or do you really debate this out? Um, we discussed it, but we both were very happy with 50-50. We've worked together before. He was actually the head of engineering at Thriver Technologies um, while I was head of product there at, the, at that time. And um we're actually now bringing on our head of marketing from Thriver as well, who's joining, but he's joining part-time. So I didn't include him in yep. the four uh, I was talking about before. Very cool. Very cool. So what's the next big, I mean, is the plan here going to be go get a million tasks being sent out per week and then launch a $5 a month paywall? Or are you going to try and maybe go enterprise early and get a paywall going quick? It's the former. Yeah, we're, we're really focused on growth. Um, we are, yeah, we're confident that we can make this into a, a very valuable business people are willing to pay for. We just don't want to get distracted from making the product really sticky and really valuable to our mm -hmm. users. Mm -hmm. Very good. That all makes sense. Um, did you do, talk to me about um, some of the things you learned at Thriver in terms of software products that you used? And you said, I want to make sure when I launch my own software company, I don't make those mistakes. So are you talking about product development or? Any actually any takeaways? I mean, you you were sold a lot of SaaS products in your roles at Thriver. I'm sure there are things you liked and disliked about different vendors. Oh, I see. In terms of which software we procured for Thriver, is just in just in general, you you can learn about how to build a great software company because you were the buyer of software companies at Thriver. So I'm just saying, yeah. based off your own experience, what did you learn about what you want to do when you build your own company versus what you want to avoid? 
I mean, I certainly loved being able to use products before um, having to make commitments to it. Um, you know, that's, uh, it's not like the most insightful response and that's certainly not surprising to anybody, but you know, the, the product led growth um, is um, just really appealing to me as a consumer. Of course, it's very appealing to the customer, uh, to the vendor as well, because they don't have to deal with having salespeople uh, on salary, et cetera. Um, and uh, I just, I guess the big takeaway for me was I loved it as a vendor, as a, as a customer, sorry, because it meant I didn't have to also deal with salespeople. I could just quickly get onboarded and use the product um, and then see if it worked for me and then mm -hmm. make a decision and move on. Versus there were some products where I, I was, you know, working with a few different potential vendors to figure out which one we wanted. And I would have to do three, four, five different demos with three, four, five different salespeople and just book up my week with uh, product demos and make a decision. And that just took so much time. Um, and if there was one that offered self-serve that I was able to use and it actually worked, I think I always went with that one. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying Talk. to emulate that for sure. Talk to me about sort of distribution arbitrage and the Slack app exchange. You know, one of the big hits that Slack gets is that there is no methodology for ranking apps in sort of a democratic way. In other words, there's no reviews sort from high review to low. It just is sort of, it feels almost random at times or who's buddy, buddy, most buddy, buddy with the Slack app crew. Uh, how do you optimize the chaser listing to get more installs from Slack app directory? I hope one of your viewers can answer that question and email me the answer to it um, because I am not sure. I've wondered that uh, quite a lot. I regret that there aren't reviews. I wish that there was or ratings rather. And, well, both, I suppose. Um, but my understanding is they watch how well, how consistently people engage with your platform, what your retention is like. They're able to, you know, see retention from a different lens, but just usage and who uninstalls it. Um, which is, you know, churn. So the better your metrics looked from them, from their end, sorry, would indicate where you uh, end up. That's as far as I can, you know, guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess it's just hard, right? Because if someone wants to discover Chaser through that, like either you have to work really hard to get direct traffic to the link you gave us, right, with meta ads, or you get free organic exposure in the app director because you have so many installs. The problem is when I click on categories and I go to productivity and then I sort by popularity, which is the default sorting, yeah. you know, it's Drive, Google Calendar, Trello, blah, 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 Zapier. Totally. These are hard for you to like beat as a startup. And so it's like, what's the arbitrage? Like, do you go partner with the Trello app exchange instead? Because there's less competition, for example. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a tough question to answer. Um, we're, we're trying to figure that out every day. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What's your bet? I mean, do you have a thesis here yet or no? You're still really, truly are still developing it. I mean, our thesis today is we're trying to get as many people as we can to use it. We're trying to make it as good as possible. And we hope that through these results, we're going to get higher on the list. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the apps that are in there, you know, you, you say Trello, for example, or Drive, like their Slack app, it's that it's great. And I, you know, I, I use the drive Slack app personally. Um, it's not their like core focus. It's not like Trello's actual like interface. It's their interface is mostly on the website, but the, the app is just pinging a channel every time somebody moves something. I think we can provide way more value in that we can, you can assign things. Well, to I don't disagree with that. Slack. I don't disagree yeah. with any of that. I, I agree with all of that. What I'm saying is like, if nobody knows about you because you can't arbitrage the top 15 spots in the, in the app exchange, then it doesn't matter. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Totally. What I think though, is we can beat Trello in the app store. Um, and that's because 
yeah, I've used the Trello app. It it isn't sticky. It doesn't. It's just pinging a channel whenever somebody um, you know put, moves a, a, a card across a, the Trello board. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it only it only really stayed on my uh, in my experience. We only really used it for a few weeks, and I realized this is just kind of bugging us. Um, and then turned it off. It's not something you're engaging with all the time. With Chaser, our users engage with us every single day. Um, and I hope that that's something Slack is able to pick up on and will realize, oh, wow, this is adding way more value and we will catch their eye at some point and can get featured. Maybe they can manually put a sign on the list. Don't really know how they make those decisions. But one way, one way or another, I hope that we can prove to Slack that we're adding way more value than these just little extensions of other products versus us being a very, very functional product that lives fully within Slack. I mean, look, it's the unwritten language, right? Trello promotes the Slack app inside of Trello.com and drives, you know, the ecosystem exchange. And so I think it's, I don't know, I just think I've never seen a startup be able to sort of crack this list. You know, you're coming from a purely a product purity perspective. And usually that is just sort of a it sounds really great, but in terms of operationalizing, it's really, really difficult. I'm certainly rooting for you. I hope it happens. I just haven't seen it work in the past. That's fair. If we have to get our traffic uh, off of the directory through our own means, through our own, you know, guerrilla marketing, through the ads, et cetera, then we'll have to do it. Yeah. If we can get the free traffic from Slack app directory, that's a bonus. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's very expensive, right? If you have to keep paying meta ads, right. To get the insult, it's very expensive. But I think if you obviously if totally. you can use creativity to win, you always want to do that instead of money. 100%. All right, Josh, this is, this is exciting. I can't, I hope, can't wait to talk to you in a year and see where you guys grow. But in the meantime, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book? Um, the shoe, shoe Dog. Just a lot no, of fun. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, is there a CEO that I'm following? I mean, I, I hate to say Elon Musk, but it is him. And I wish that I spent less time following all of his antics because I don't no. know what he's doing, but I hate what he's doing on the side. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a platform? Um, segment just really saved me a lot of time, it, not in my current job, but in previous jobs. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Um, seven and a half. Okay, that's good. In situation, married, single kids. Yeah. Um, I am living with my girlfriend. That's great. Okay. No kiddos. And how old are you? 31. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. I wish that I knew how much fun tech is because in my, when I was 20, I was still focused on medical school. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Uh, try.chaseforme.com helps you send out to-dos on Slack. Uh, they've got 100 companies signed up so far, sending to-do lists again out to their audience. He's measuring retention over the past 16 weeks, coming in at 43%, using some of his favorite tools like Segment and Mixpanel. The question is now, can they grow that user base from 100 to 1,000 to 10,000 to more? Funding the company with a $100,000 pre-seed round at a $7 million cap last year, then did a $20,000 round this year at a slightly higher cap to buy some extra runway for full-time today. Two co-founders. We'll see what they do next. Josh, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much. This was a blast.